Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3am. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, we have a bit of a different episode. Usually, I dive into a subject to relay the origin story of each mama, what they look like, and the legends associated with them. This week, however, I've tasked myself with a subject that is known, but has a story that is misleading. Stay tuned for a tale of pagan goddesses, Easter, and the Brothers Grimm. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is Easter. To begin, most sources call Easter a Germanic goddess who is the namesake behind the festival of Easter. It is usually around this time of year where articles come out talking about this goddess and how the Easter celebration Christians celebrate today is based off of a pagan tradition. In order to figure out why this connection is made, we take a look at the first mention of this goddess by a Northumbrian monk and scholar by the name of Venerable Bede. In his work, titled The Reckoning of Time, Bede focused on the solar and lunar cycles that are the basis for various calendars. While describing the names of the months used in pre-Christian times, Bede goes on to say the month of April was called Easter month. He then went on to say that this month was named after the goddess Easter, in whose honor feasts were celebrated during April. After that, Bede doesn't say anything else about the goddess. We don't know what she looked like or what the feasts were like that were held for her. She wouldn't be written about again until 1835 in the book Deutsch Mythology or Teutonic Mythology by Jacob Grimm. Famous for the Grimm fairy tales, the mythologist went on to speak of the name Easter and how it was related to the old High German adverb Ostar, which stood for movement towards the rising sun. Due to this description, Grimm made the connection between the goddess, seen as a divinity of the radiant dawn, and how this could easily adapt to the resurrection day of the Christian's god. Even though his speculation seems pretty sound, it's merely that, speculation. Along with the goddess Easter, there's a lot of talk about Osada, another goddess who is of Norse mythology. This goddess is associated with the Easter celebration as well, and could have been another name for the goddess Easter, but may have never existed. There have been no Icelandic, Norwegian, or Scandinavian primary sources mentioning this goddess. In fact, Osara is actually the old High German name 
for the Christian Easter celebration. There have been other unsolidified beliefs about the goddess Easter. Like the current Easter celebration's use of a hare or bunny, the goddess has also been associated with this animal. It is often considered that she could take the form of this animal or that she had the head of a hare. When it comes to the popular use of eggs in the Easter holiday, it is said to have come from the fact that the goddess symbolized fertility. Used in the current Easter celebration, eggs tie in perfectly with the theme of resurrection and new life. Whether you believe the goddess Easter was the basis for the Easter celebration, or that she stood alone as her own entity separated from the holiday, I hope you leave this episode with just a little more information to make a decision of your own. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. <laughs>